there's so many perks of being social media famous, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, that takes such a toll on your mental health. Like, I just know what I've gone through, which is like 1% of what someone like Charlie D'Amelio or Addison Rae has gone through. You know what I mean? So I can't, and I'm 23, like I'm an adult, you know, like I can't even comprehend how I would have handled that level of fame at the age of 16. from this world running on a hamster wheel but searching for something i can't feel i just wanna be a lost girl and hi everyone welcome back to a new episode of the podcast my name is Karima Alba, for those who don't know me. For this week's episode, I had the pleasure of talking to Julia Carolyn. She's a model in New York and also a YouTuber and a TikToker. So I talked to Julia about how her video went viral in the summer of 2020, where she rated celebrities who she met while hosting in a restaurant where she worked at in New York City. And one of those people that she gave a score to, a not so good score to, was Hailey Bieber and Hailey responded to her video which helped make the video go viral and since then people have been reaching out to her and she gained a really larger platform she is such a funny person I mean forget about the viral video that she had as a person she's so funny and such a great storyteller I really had so much fun talking to her So if you want to support Julia, go ahead to her YouTube channel, give her a good follow, watch her videos, you will laugh. I just, I just promise you, you will laugh. And also obviously give her a follow on Instagram and on TikTok. And yeah, I thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate that. If you haven't subscribed yet, please hit that subscribe button right there somewhere on your phone. That really helps us out a lot. And also, if you can leave a review, always welcome to do that as well. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you next week for a new episode. I'm trying to like find the best like there's like a window right here and the lighting's like hitting me weird all right I think I think that's good how are you I'm fine thank you thank you so much for doing the podcast I'm so happy oh God, thank you so much for having me I'm so flattered <laughs> oh, oh my god you're right welcome. you're so hilarious I oh, thank you thank you so much <laughs> I found you I guess there's so many people right uh, on TikTok and then um well I'm gonna let you tell the story and I'm so sorry that it's I mean people have asked you this a billion times oh, I'm sorry that I have to repeat this all over again oh my God. <laughs> it's fine. um so the story of why I have a platform at all on anything is because of a viral video I, I had back in July where we were in quarantine and I was just on TikTok and I wasn't posting and I really wanted to post something. 
And in college, I'm 23. I graduated college in 2015. So when I was in college, I would always hostess at these fancy restaurants in New York because those were the places that paid the best, to be honest. And I got to meet all these celebrities because they were all like celebrity hotspots, you know, and after college, I wasn't a hostess anymore, just something I did in college. And so I decided to make a TikTok video talking about all my experiences while I was a hostess, you know, all the good, all the bad. Um, and it kind of just blew up in a matter of a few days and it was the weirdest experience ever. I literally had 15 followers when I made this video and it is just like the weirdest experience. And it literally got like, 3 million likes in like less than a week. And I was just so mind blown. And I got this platform that just like fell into my lap and it was just so weird. And Haley I mean, Bieber. the power yeah. of social media, I guess. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. <laughs> I can't even like comprehend it. It is just wild. It was a wild experience, but the reason it got more views was because I gave a rating to Haley Bieber and then she ended up commenting and quote unquote like apologizing to me in a sense and that got a lot of traction on the video and brought a lot of people in which I mean thank you to her I mean she made the video more popular like I'm sorry no, <laughs> thank but you like, so much but like your intentions weren't you know to bash anyone you were just giving your honest opinion it was just oh. like a fun video for TikTok everyone is you know doing all of these videos so you know to be the person who goes viral doing this video about you know celebrities I mean you just don't expect that so I think that's so funny that you were just like oh I'm gonna rape those celebrities like who cares literally <laughs> and like and never, I think too, like when I made the video, like, oh my God, like there's so many things I would change if I knew it was going to get like that many views. And if like, like B, like what's worst case scenario when you make a video like that, that the celebrity's going to see it. Right. And that's exactly what happened. So it was just kind of mortifying, but it was also, it, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Okay. So for people who are listening and who have no idea what we are talking about, <laughs> Um, I guess the best way is just to go to your YouTube channel or maybe TikTok um, account and just go and see the video. But I feel like because, you know, as a prep for this conversation, I've done my research. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. It was such a fun, like, research you know, experience for me because I was just like watching your videos on YouTube and you're so hilarious. Okay. I did not, like, I did not expect that to be honest with you. You know, you kind of see someone on social media and you're like, okay, whatever. You're like, you don't know like the more in-depth version of that person. Right. I had no idea that you were such a great storyteller. That was like what I really like took away, you know, from your videos like the story that you told about how you got on the today show oh yeah that was like that was so funny it was like oh thank you so much I really appreciate that that's really kind I mean people let's like, just go and watch those like it's so funny it's, I'm sorry I cut you off like oh my God, no, 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 <laughs> cut me off. thank you so much that's so kind yeah I'm easy to find on social media everything is just under Julia Carolyn, like I'm so easy to find on everything. There's no like secret username or anything. But um, yeah, I feel like just because it was never my intention to um, get 
a following or like become a quote unquote influencer. I hate saying that, but like, I guess that's what you would call it. Um, it was never my intention to do that. And I, I worked in public relations and influencer marketing for like a year up until COVID. So I've worked one-on-one with a lot of influencers before, and I'm very familiar with Mm -hmm. just like the influencer industry. And something I noticed was like, I really, I don't want to say I didn't like, that sounds harsh, but something that, something about like influencers just seems a little phony, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I know, I understand, of course. Yeah. And like something seems a little fake. So when this platform kind of fell into my lap, I was like, I'm just going to be myself, you know, like I'm going to be myself. I'm going to see who likes it. If they don't like it, they don't have to follow me. You know, it's like, I'm just going to be myself. I'm not going to be out here and like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, try to flex on everyone and try to just be someone I'm not. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, but you're completely right. I mean, you have to be authentic in order, you know, to even last for a long yeah. time on social media. You can tell authenticity, I feel like. Like someone like Emma Chamberlain, who's so popular right now, like I feel like mm-hmm. she's so trendy just because she's herself and people like that. And she's so just like, like so honest and so just like open. And obviously there are people who don't like that, but I mean, she's doing something right. And I don't know, people can tell, I feel like personally, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And also like, if you bring like humor to the table, it only um, attracts people <laughs> to, to look at your video. Like, because I mean, there's so many influencers, content creators out there. Mm-hmm. It's 2020, yeah. basically everyone is on social media, you know, <laughs> yeah, Almost everyone. Um, so there is so much to choose from. And I feel like when someone keeps coming back to your content, it means that, you know, they resonate with something at least (laughs) your personality. So, um, no, but I really like, I laughed so hard. Um, that means so much to me. Thank (laughs) you. I like, it's so nice knowing there are like actually people who are like laughing and like enjoying my videos. I just like send it into the abyss and I'm just like, whoever wants to watch this can watch it. I don't care. So that's very kind of you. (laughs) But like, did you hear, um, anything from like Hailey Bieber besides the fact that she commented on your video did she reach out to you like in person to apologize because I mean was she really that like rude or was that just um that she didn't want to like talk to people she didn't know because I mean there is like um a difference between really being a rude person that you oh, really yeah. don't give anyone the time of day mm-hmm. or just having a bad day and I do remember you talking about that you saw her twice and that both times she just wasn't friendly so it wasn't like she was having a bad day so yeah I mean you know I don't want to be too hard on anyone like I'm not here to slander anyone's character or anything you know I don't know her personally I don't want to you know be too harsh but I she was a regular her and Justin were both regulars where I worked Mm -hmm. and I met her probably four or five times and uh, I mean don't get me wrong she didn't like come in and like spit on me and punch me in the face you know like she wasn't like a monster by any means but there I just I used to deal with so many celebrities and there were just some that came in that were like so friendly acting normal and there were some that just were like so I don't know how to put it just so aware like they want everyone to just kind of like know who they are and treat them differently Mm. and the one thing that with Hailey Bieber it was again she never she didn't come and punch me in the face but she she's very isolated doesn't really talk to anyone it's very like eyes down a lot of like 
dirty looks like didn't really like when anyone would like talk to her and it was kind of like you're in a restaurant we have to talk to you like you know what I mean it was like she didn't want anyone associating with her guarded I guess like yeah it's just very standoffish and as like someone in the service industry it gets very frustrating because it's like at that point in my life when I was doing that job I was like I see celebrities every day like I'm not starstruck like we can talk to each other like I'm not gonna like be weird you know what I mean I'm like it's okay um but there was the one time that really sticks out with me that I think is a good example is um like I was like walking to her and Justin to like her their table one time and when I was a hostess what we had to do every time for every guest that came in we had to pull out their chair for them to sit down, right? We went to their table, pull out their chair. It's just protocol for every guest. So I walked to her table, I pull out her chair and she gave me the dirtiest look. Like if looks could kill, like she looked at me and she was like, why are you doing that? Like, why are you interacting with me? And it just put such a bad taste back. I was like, you know what, whatever. Like it was just such a bad experience and other she people had experiences yeah. like that too. And it was just- it was too much. I mean, was I harsh in my video? Maybe, but yeah, I don't know. It was your experience and also like, it's just a TikTok video. I feel like, um, I mean, I guess what's so funny about this whole like viral going viral thing is that people make it so, right? Like it's, they take something out of context and write stories about like they make a big deal out of it even though for you it was just like a fun thing but I mean I feel like your life is kind of like what 2020 has been like it's like (laughs) full of like unexpected things like twists and turns and like you know it's so (laughs) 2020 is like the weirdest year for the world and also the weirdest year in my life personally I can't even begin to express like just the weirdness of this year like oh my god But um, are you in New York right now? Can you tell us a bit about like where you are and also um, maybe like moving forward? Like, I mean, you joke that TikTok has been like your 50 minutes of fame. I think it's so funny (laughs) to make jokes about that. (laughs) Not a joke, it's serious. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, like that makes you so like lovable. Just saying that is just so funny. Um, do you think it's like your 15 minutes of fame or are you really planning on like doing something with your platform and actually like, you know, trying to expand it and, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what, even though um, my video got traction in July, so I've technically had like a following since July, so it's been about four or five months now and it hasn't been that long that I've had a platform. I personally feel like I'm still learning how to use it. TikTok, I've kind of gotten the hang of. When I made the video, I only had like one video up and it was like a video of my dog. Like I wasn't like posting crazy videos before. (laughs) Literally, like I wasn't, and it was never my intention to like get a following on TikTok. Like it really wasn't. I was just making these videos for fun and I had like no content. It was not my intention. So I didn't really know what I was doing to be honest. Like after I made that video, I was like, oh shit, I have a platform now how the hell do I do this? So I feel like a lot of what I've been doing for the past few months is kind of just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks, you know, like it's a lot of trial and error, just seeing what my following, what my followers like, just what people like, what gets on the For You page, what's popular right now. So it's a lot of just trying to like keep up, I feel like, Mm -hmm. but it is true when you have 
a viral video, like that doesn't last forever. Like after a while, like people just don't care. You're, you're old news at the drop of a hat, you know? But I think when you have a situation like that, you need to find ways to stay relevant. Mm -hmm. So I personally have just tr been trying to keep up with the theme of like New York City and my like just New York stories and celebrity experiences because that's what my followers like. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of what I've been doing is just trying to figure out like really how to use this platform to my advantage and how to just use it the best that I can because you know it's like it's a lucky thing. You know, I didn't like organically grow followers. Like I got lucky with a viral video. So I don't really know what the future holds with it. I mean, I'm really trying to, you know, up my following and like be active and keep my followers happy. But I mean, I guess I'll just stick with that for a while. It's funny because the timing, sorry, I'm rambling, but- No, oh my God, you're on a podcast. You can ramble as much as sorry. <laughs> we want to have like YouTube because I can just sit in front of my camera and talk for an hour. And I'm just like, wow, I just spoke for an hour. Like, that's disgusting. Like, I don't know how I do that. But um, the timing of it is just so funny because as I told you, I was working in public relations and influencer marketing for like a year up until COVID when my company unfortunately had to downsize because of the pandemic. Um, so I got let go of my job and I was just like lost. Like I did not know what to do. Like I was like, do I get a new job? Do I just like sit and wait till the pandemic's over? Like, what do I do? So when that video happened, I got the platform, like brands started reaching out to me and I started working with brands and it, the timing of everything is just so funny because I was like wow like this could not have happened at a better time you know what I mean like if this happened while I had my standard nine to five job that I had I don't know if I would have the time or energy to keep up with this or try to make this work so right now I'm just doing that until further notice but we'll see stay tuned yeah <laughs> no further it works out <laughs> No, but also like you have to grab those opportunities, right? Like I feel like 2020 has Absolutely. been a year of like viral everything, you know, like I feel like 2020 has given us more like TikTok stars than like actor, like, you know, that kind of stardom because um, I got to know like Dixie and her sister and like Addison and then like a whole bunch other TikTokers who are like legit celebrities now I guess in the yeah, US yeah. at least it's crazy how times have changed and I feel like like it used to be looked at uh, being an influencer as like a second class kind of mm -hmm. thing right but yeah. now I feel like it's almost even it's almost like if you're a TikToker you can get on the red carpet where you know like Jennifer Lawrence is on so I don't know I just feel like times are changing and we are evolving with that you know as we go um so yeah I think that it's it's a very it, it's it's a new world in a way right like the way that we look at media and use it and content like people take matters into their own hands and they create stuff mm -hmm. instead of waiting for like a big label to give them an opportunity or anything <laughs> um, I could not agree with you more it's so true like it's all like top influencers are like equivalent with like celebrities now but it's it's just so bizarre I feel like also just in the age of like quarantine when everyone was just sitting at home on their phones there's so many people who rose to fame and I feel like fame now is just 
how many people follow you because that's how many people know your name you know like charlie d'amelio how many followers does she have like 100 million like that's insane i can't even like really? comprehend that number yeah i think she has like 98 million or something is like it like that. on tiktok or is it the platforms combined on tiktok only she is i don't wow. even know if she has on instagram but i'm I sure mean, it's like a disgusting amount but, but like that would scare the fuck out of me okay, okay. <laughs> because like like it used to be okay like you know you're famous people go see your movies whatever blah blah, blah but you don't know the number but now mm-hmm. it's like it's right there it's so crazy like I would not be able to want to deal with that because I think like obviously there's also a bad side to all of that I mean these yeah. girls are super young and they get so much shit every single day they get bullied and if you have to like um you know deal with that I feel like, I don't know, It's it doesn't seem that healthy. <laughs> I really <laughs> hope those girls are okay when they're older. I mean, Charlie Mio is what? Like she just turned 16 or something like that? She looks like, older though. I had no idea that she was that young. I know. It's a That's little, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to be aging myself, but it, it kind of like weirds me. You know what I mean? Like weirds me out a little. I'm like, go be a 15 year old. Like you don't need to be dancing in crop tops on TikTok with like millions of people judging you. Like, I just feel so bad sometimes. I mean, I only feel bad to an extent because they're millionaires and living their best lives, which is fantastic. I mean, there's so many perks of being social media famous, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, that takes such a toll on your mental health. Like, I just know what I've gone through, which is like 1% of what someone like Charlie D'Amelio or Addison Rae has gone through, you know what I mean? So I can't, and I'm 23, like I'm an adult, you know, like I can't even comprehend how I would have handled that level of fame at the age of 16. Like, I just really worry about them I mean that that sounds silly but like I just hope they're okay like they're children you know yeah no no I I agree with you like adults. <laughs> yeah, that's like they're held accountable for like every move they make I'm just like let, leave them alone like imagine all like all the stuff you were doing when you were 15 like let them be I mean thank goodness social media wasn't as relevant or even ex- I don't even think that social media existed when I was 15 I'm 20 <laughs> really I don't know Look, I am aging and I'm not accepting that. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Holy fuck. No, it's just a mindset. It's crazy. It's crazy how fast time moves. It's like, like, I remember, like, I uh, finished college when I was 23. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, like, that's five years ago. And I feel like time is just not on my side like mm-hmm. time flew so quickly it's crazy so, so everyone but, says that about their 20s though like everyone's like once you graduate college that's what my parents say like once you graduate college like your 20s go like that like you blink and it's like over like the older you get the faster the years go and that just freaks me out like I always used to deny that you know when people would say that and I'm like oh shut up like you're <laughs> You know, like you just feel like, okay, whatever. But when you're actually like experiencing that, it's, it's quite scary. It's like, okay, yeah. that's actually very true. Yeah, no, it is. But yeah, it's, that's a part of life, I guess. But also like um, to go back to social media, it's, um, it's a topic that I, I um, 
talk a lot about. It's not because I want to, but just because it's so relevant (laughs) and everyone deals with it in a different way, blah, blah. But also like, like, I would like to know your view on the whole social media existence, because I mean, we do choose in a way to be that exposed to the world. Do you think that like um, people, like young people, just people in general, uh, are like overexposing themselves just yeah. to like get followers because apparently having that number <laughs> on mm-hmm. your account means so much more than uh, than your privacy or your mental health. Um, mm-hmm. Like, what is your take on that? Yeah, I mean, I think where I stand is that I think social media is like the best and the worst thing to happen to our generation. I really think it's it's such a blessing in some ways, but there's a dark side to it as well that everyone is aware of. I mean, as we were just talking about, like there's young people with hundreds of millions of followers who are dealing with things like body shaming and like coming at them and like that affects you in your life. I mean, I just know what what I've dealt with and it's been very hard. Did you watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix? I did. Okay, that is like literally what I'm thinking about right now because that documentary just freaked me out so much. I also feel like we knew, but we were trying to, you know, deny that until- Literally, (laughs) it's literally denial. It's like, we all know, like we all know what's going on. We know it's like getting in our brain. Like, it's scary to think that like, I don't think I can go a day without my phone. And not even because like social media, like I just like, like literally my mom, I was talking to my mom about this one day and she was like, why don't you just like put your phone in a drawer one day and just have a day without your phone. Like social media is stressing you out. Like the the notifications are stressing you out, just put it away. And literally what I said was like, well, how would I know what time it is? And my mom looked at me and she was like, are you actually millennial? She's like, get a watch, you psycho. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm so reliant on my phone to the point where it's like, like I'm literally so, it's part of my arm. It's part of my arm. It is just- like, a watch? What's that? Literally, I was like, you, what? Like, I literally own watches are not even on like the right time. But that's just like an example of like something you don't even think about that you use your phone for. Like to me, like my phone is how I know what time it is, you know? And that's just like, insane it's insane but that's so oh my god like I feel you on that like because I also complain about like how do I get up on time exactly that's you that's not an excuse to keep your phone (laughs) near you literally maybe making up excuses to be honest right it's like how did our our parents do that and whatever but that's so funny because yeah we are like very glued on our phones and um as you said, like there is a good side and a bad side, but like the good side is you can go viral and um, have that story to tell to your, you know, kids and grandkids. <laughs> You're like, it might tell my viral, viral one time. <laughs> That's very funny. I think it's something too that like, just something like influencer marketing is like such a booming industry right now. It's funny because I've been on both sides. As I told you, I worked in it before and now I'm on the influencer side where I'm working with brands and it's just such a big industry. I mean, every brand is working with influencers. It's modern day advertising, you know? So I think without influencers, it's, I don't know. It's just adapt or die, you know? It's like, whether we like it or not, this is the direction we're going. Social media is changing everything. It's literally changing everything. 
especially with business and brands and how people communicate and uh, no, absolutely. You have to adapt to it. There's no going back. Like the toothpaste is out of the tube, you know, there's no going back. It's done. No, it's true. And are you planning or maybe starting um, a brand or I don't know, like what are your aspirations and goals for the future? You know, what's so funny is something that I love and also hate about myself. It's like my favorite and least favorite quality about myself is I'm a very go with the flow kind of person. And my whole life, I feel like everything I've done has just been like a stepping stone kind of thing. I've also been very lucky in my life where I've had many great opportunities kind of just fall into my lap. I've had a lot of luck in my life, which I can't deny, you know, um, but I'm very go with the flow. I strongly believe that everything leads to something else. I would be totally open to starting my own business if the timing was right, if I had, um, you know, the utilities, the people around me to do that, to help me with that. Um, I would also be open to working as a full-time influencer, like doing that and stuff. Um, I'm kind of just seeing where it goes, to be honest with you. I'm kind of just open right now. I mean, there's so many directions it can go into. I also, um, I'm a curve model in New York City. I haven't been doing it a lot lately because of COVID, obviously. A curve model? Yes. You're thin as fuck. Are you kidding me? Well, thank you. Yeah, that's a whole, oh, that's a conversation right there. Yeah, that. Okay, wait, I need time to process that. (laughs) It is weird. And I'm not out here saying I'm a stick or anything, but I think it's a little, well, it's, here's my thing though, is I personally love being in the curve industry of modeling just because it's such a more um, positive part of the industry. There's like, it's much more diverse. And I love going to shoots with other curve models, quote unquote, because it's such a better environment than like the mainstream modeling industry, if that makes sense. So I like it because I hate to say it, the girls are nicer and it's a little more just like relaxed. Um, but at the same time, it's like, what what message is that sending? Like I'm a size eight or like six-ish, something like that. And like putting me as curve, it's like, I don't know. I just think about like the young girls who are looking at photos of me and being like, oh, if she's plus size, what am I? You know what I mean? And it kind of keeps me up at night sometimes. That's crazy. I mean, you're thinner than me, and that is <laughs> that is concerning me because I'm like, what am I? <laughs> oh my god! Well, thank you. Sorry, my dog's like banging on the door right now. Oh, hi! She wants to join. I'm so sorry. She wants to make an appearance. <laughs> I know. She's like, I have things to say. Um, <laughs> sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> my dog just like opened the door for herself and came in. That's so. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, it's, it's bizarre. I got signed to them about, um, four, five years ago. Mm -hmm. And when I applied, um, the agent got back to me. He's like, oh yeah, we're interested in signing you, but for our curb division and I applied for the mainstream, or I don't know what you would call it. I'm just going to call it mainstream. I don't know the technical name for it. Unfortunately, you know what I mean? The skinny models, quote unquote. We know, we know. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. The Kendall Jenners of the world, you know? Um, And I was kind of like, oh, 
okay. And I was honestly really insulted at first, to be honest with you. But then I was also like, you know what, this could be a good thing. Like I am very, I'm a very like, I'm all about body positivity and like loving yourself and like being like, I do think the industry needs to be more diverse, not saying I'm diverse in any way. I'm like a size six white girl, you know, it's like nothing diverse about me, but I just love what, you know, like that division stands for. So it's like fun to be a part of it. Um, but what I used to model in Philadelphia when I was in high school, because I'm from Pennsylvania, I'm actually in Pennsylvania right now. Thank uh, God for Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Oh my God. I know. I feel famous being from Pennsylvania. I'm like, you're welcome. It's your year this year, man. <laughs> Literally. The only time Pennsylvania has been relevant. It's amazing. <laughs> but um, anyway, I used to battle in Philadelphia and I was quote unquote mainstream there. And that was another just toxic situation because I was 15 and my agent was like, oh, like, yeah, like you look good, but you have to lose like 20 pounds. You know, I'm like, when you tell that to like a 15 year old, like 15, 16 year old, that like sticks with you. You know what I mean? And it just like, it wasn't healthy. And I don't know. I have a lot of opinions about the modeling industry. I have a love hate relationship with the industry. I feel like almost every model has that. I feel like, I mean, those people have to be fired. I don't get how you can tell a 14, 15 year old girl who is still developing her fucking body to lose weight. Like you lose weight, (laughs) go fuck yourself. Literally, it is insane sometimes. Like at the time I didn't think much about it because I just, I wanted it so badly. Like I wanted to be- Of course, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're young and like you're so impressionable. And I was just like willing to do anything it feels like. Um, but you know, looking back, I'm 23 now looking back, I'm like, that's kind of messed up. It's kind of weird that like, she said that, you know, like, but. sure. I'm going to lose 20 pounds overnight. Yeah. See you next and I did. I did lose 20 pounds. That's the you scary did? part. Yeah. I literally did it. Yeah. But what's what? Like how long, like how long did that take you? But when I was younger, I grew up a um, competition dancer. So I was dancing literally like I was like a ballet dancer so I was dancing like hours every day so I was exercising all the time so basically just what I had to do was like you know tweak my tweak change my diet a lot and then just exercise the same amount I was and I think I lost it in like a summer like three four months something like that and yeah well I've been trying to lose weight for over um five years and I'm (laughs) I'm nowhere close to 20 pounds, sadly. Oh my God, screw that. Who cares? Don't don't listen to them, seriously. Like, <laughs> but I do feel like that. the older you get, the more comfortable you get in your body. And also like you learn to say, go fuck yourself when someone tells you to do something that is like harmful to you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like 10 years ago, I would probably be like, okay, I'm gonna lose 20 pounds because you're young and it's like you want that validation and you want you know, to achieve your dreams, especially when you wanna be a model, which is so, so difficult you know, to get exactly. in. And when you go into that industry too, like you know you're like swimming with the sharks, you know, like you're ready for a tough industry because it is, it's mm-hmm. one of the toughest industries. You really need to have thick skin. And in a way I'm thankful for it because it's made me very tough you know you deal with a lot of rejection you deal with a lot of you know 
I don't know, just con contemplating a lot of things about yourself and what you want to do. And I don't know, in a way, I'm kind of thankful I did it at a young age. I think it's made me, it's made me who I am today. But you're, you're stronger than ever. You can, you yeah, can take exactly. It made me a tough bitch. I'm thankful for it. <laughs> made me able to deal with all the social media trolls. I'm like, it's fine. I met people saying that to my face since I was 15. Don't worry. <laughs> you can't hurt me. <laughs> but, but how is your TikTok? game going is it still going strong like how because i mean look i i was like you like i am like you were before your viral video mm -hmm. i have like one video mm -hmm. um that has been watched like 300 times which is like in tiktok numbers nothing <laughs> <laughs> and like two followers probably like my friend and my nephew or something i don't know <laughs> i am struggling with like um how do you make a good like tiktok video and how do you use it am i too old to you like i don't know it's just it's so confusing because i like i made like i i downloaded the app mm -hmm. probably like in the summer when everyone was talking about tiktok and yeah. you just couldn't avoid it it was like okay i have to get tiktok now <laughs> just yeah oh literally that was it. me too literally me too <laughs> So, but like how, like if you, if you can maybe give people who are listening, uh, young or old, everyone is the same mm -hmm. on TikTok, right? Um, like any advice for like how to make a good video or like what to do or not to do or like something, you know, yeah. that we can learn from. <laughs> totally. Well, to be brutally honest, I think a big thing with TikTok specifically, just because of the algorithm and the For You page, a lot of it is luck to be honest with you. A lot of it is luck, but if I had any advice to give, I would say, um, find your brand, find your niche, you know, like find something and stick to it. Like, what do you know a lot about? Like, what are some like stories you could tell? What are just like weird things you can tell? Like, like what makes you stick out from other people, I guess, like what people would find interesting. Also, as I was saying before, I really think it's important with an app like TikTok to be authentic. I think you really have to be yourself. People can tell when you're being phony. And TikTok is such like a lighthearted app too, even though, you know, it can be serious sometimes and quote unquote serious, you know, um, but you have to remember it's, it's lighthearted. Don't take it too seriously. Just be yourself and find what separates you from other people you know if there's like millions of people doing what you're doing you're not going to stick out mm -hmm. you know so find what makes you different and be yourself that's a rule for life as well <laughs> <laughs> also use lots of hashtags <laughs> double <laughs> <a> lighter, no. <laughs> hashtags oh are your best friend on tiktok <laughs> you're so funny oh my god do, well, do you have you. like any any people that, that you look up to not necessarily like in TikTok, in the TikTok world, but just like people who you look up to, who you, um, yeah, just in general. I mean, it could be in politics, actors, scientists, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, right now, someone I absolutely idolize is Kamala Harris, just because I'm so inspired by this whole situation and I'm just obsessed with her right now. Um, someone else that really, inspires me um she her name is kirstiana she's a really um if you should definitely follow her instagram she's this a very uh popular model it was in the curve industry and she's all about like potty, the body positivity and yeah. being yourself and she 
really goes out of her way to help other models like really just be themselves and like be comfortable with that and she was on like America's Next Top Model and I worked with her a few times in New York and I just really look up to her and I think she's so cool and I love the message she sends everyone needs to follow her on Instagram her page is also dope it's just like so inspiring and yeah she's someone I really look up to cool that's amazing what she's doing yeah because there's so many people like not like that you know like I just feel like she's really what the world needs right now if that makes sense that sounds really corny but I just feel like we need more people you know what I mean we need more people like like her we're just like screw the industry be yourself if they don't like it they can go screw themselves you know cliches are cliches because they're right but it's awesome if you like repeat those you're like be yourself and you're like oh why am I saying this but it's it's true (laughs) it is true 100 I love a good cliche I'm full of them I love it (laughs) (laughs) okay thank you so much um we're not done yet I do have a couple of more questions for you Uh, I don't know if you had the chance to listen to any of the previous episodes but um, at the end, I like to ask ask my guests a couple of questions. Um, it's just, I don't know what the reason of that is. It's just <laughs> to get to know them even better. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Hit me with them. I love it. Like random, random questions. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like fill in the blank. Um, I'm the happiest when. Hmm. Ooh. I'm the happiest, oh, this is going to sound so cheesy. Okay, please forgive me. It's going to be so gross. (laughs) I'm the happiest when I'm with people I love. I I am so happy when I'm around my friends and family. I think that's That's when I'm the happiest. Oh my God. I want to vomit from that response. That was so (laughs) gross, but it's true. Truth hurts. Let me tell you something. Not everyone things that way there are people who don't want to be around their their family <laughs> like that's just not, it's not I mean. <laughs> no I love that um if you could change anything about yourself what would it be and why um and to follow up on that question what do you love the most about yourself so uh, like I first want you to criticize yourself and then yeah. tell something nice <laughs> I'm like, hmm, where do I start? Um, uh, Something I don't like about myself is I feel like a lot of the time I I get very insecure about myself and I feel like I always second guess myself even though I always have this uh, daily intention to be confident, be myself, you know, but I do deal with a lot of insecurity, especially now with coming into my 15 minutes of fame, you know, like my, my like spotlight I have now, I do um, compare myself a lot. I'll say that I compare myself a lot. And I do believe that comparison is the thief of joy. And I've really been trying to stop doing that. So I think that's something I would definitely change about myself um, because that's not good. You should never compare yourself. You are you and no one else. Mm-hmm. Um, something I like about myself is that um, I am a huge empath. I really care for other people and to, almost to a fault, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know. I really um, resonate with a lot of people and I care a lot about other people. And I really go out of my way to um, be kind. And I really like that about myself. 
Okay, that's beautiful. At least I try to be kind. <laughs> I hope I'm kind. <laughs> You're kind and you make people laugh. So you are oh, sure a very much a gift to the social media world. <laughs> You're so kind. That means so much to me. Thank you. No, Seriously. for sure. To, to maybe end the roundup section um, is if you could go back to your younger self, maybe to like a 15-year-old I want to be a model girl. <laughs> yeah. What would you say to her? Hmm. I would say, I would say everything is going to be fine and everything's going to work out and stop being so hard on yourself because everything works out the way it's supposed to and you're going to be fine. And I would tell that to anyone else who's in a similar situation where they're questioning themselves, they don't feel good about themselves, they're worried about the future, everything's gonna be fine. And that's what I would say, truthfully. That's beautiful. And I'm sorry if you think this is like corny. Oh my God, no, I love it. I love corny stuff like this. I I'm the one being corny, you're not being corny. I'm the one getting like way too deep right now. You're like, okay, anyway, <laughs> on a lighter note. <laughs> not true that's not true no but I I'm wanted good. to say <laughs> I wanted to add to that it's um it's called growth I mean mm. the 15 year old girl or boy is not gonna feel or even appreciate moments or lessons mm -hmm. um to you know someone who is older so I feel like you have to go through shit in order to grow um mm -hmm. otherwise you're just your life is like a very boring ride yeah, <laughs> exactly that's how that's how you grow and it happens to everyone I feel like sometimes people feel like they're the only one going through things they feel so lonely but everyone no matter how amazing their life looks especially on social media no matter how amazing their life looks everyone is going through shit everyone is going through their own stuff you know like do not think you're alone everyone is fighting their own battles and it's perfectly normal there's nothing wrong with that it's part of life that's and it makes you appreciate the good things in life, you know? How can you go through the hardships and not appreciate the good things? It makes you appreciate everything so much more. That's true. No, thank you so much for ending on a beautiful note. Oh, I <laughs> love it. I love I feel good. I have good intentions for the day now. I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of sun coming through. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I, there's so many windows. I'm trying to like block all the light coming in. I'm like, oh no, it's lovely. Like you, you are like very glowy. I know. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, like back away from like the light. <laughs> no, I love it. Oh God. Thank you so much, Julia. You made me laugh and I bet you made a lot of listeners laugh. Um, oh. For people who want to find Julia on social media, can you Tell them again, I'm sorry, I know you did in no. the beginning, but can you just <laughs> summarize like, where are you on social media? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, all my social media is just under at Julia Carolyn. My last name is spelled C-A-R-O-L-A-N. And in my social media usernames, there's two N's at the end of Carolyn, but you'll find me if you type it in. And my YouTube is just Julia Carolyn again so yeah follow me on that would love would love to have you <laughs>